0: I'm Letha,
1: and we are celebrating a major milestone. We are halfway through season one.
0: Yes, uh, we're talking about episode five, Counterbalance. Not the greatest name, but good episode. You didn't feel like it captured the heart and soul of this episode? Uh, <sighs> I'm guessing no. I mean, it's a
1: it's a good episode. Clunky title. I'm just okay. saying... What M- would you have called it? Miguel's Montage Unlimited.
0: I would have called it Kyler getting beat down with a cafeteria tray.
1: You know, it's long, but it's, it's but it's, it really captures I the think zeitgeist. So. It's a little poetic. Yeah,
0: yeah, that's what I'm going for. Um, okay, IMDb synopsis: Cobra Kai gains its second student. Daniel has an intricate plan to get payback on Johnny. Miguel defends Samantha against Kyler during lunch break. Aw.
1: These synopses just do not
0: capture God, yeah, just the so magic clinical. of the show.
1: Um, <laughs> so we thought about it, about how we're going to talk about this episode, because there's a lot of, like...
0: There's a lot going on. There's
1: a lot going on. There's a lot of forward movement on a lot of different plots. So we're just going to take it plot line, one plot line at a time. And we will probably get sidetracked. We'll probably get sidetracked, because obviously these all intermesh in various, from various ways. So... so First of all, um, let's talk about Daniel. God. (laughs) Yeah. So Daniel, who, if you may recall, in episode four, had his big car salesman billboard defaced with a penis drawn on his face with red spray paint and found out. The founder of the century. Yeah, he found out that it was Johnny by way of Johnny leaving a bunch of Cobra Kai dojo flyers on top of the billboard. And so this episode, most of it he spends trying to enact this really weird and elaborate payback. Oh, it is
0: Baroque. I mean, he goes so deep. I I think he has just like, he's been plotting this for months.
1: And we both decided that instead of like explaining what he's doing, we will let him do so.
2: Somebody got some payback.
0: Uh, Daniel, do you really think it's a good idea to start a war with Tom Cole?
2: What? Oh, no, 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 It, it turns out Tom Cole was not the one who messed with the billboard. It was Johnny Lawrence. Okay, after 30 years, I thought that guy might have changed, but he's still the same prick he was back in high school. The guy thinks he could bring Cobra Kai back to the valley? Not on my watch. What did you do? I told Zarkarian I wanted to buy the Cobra Kai strip mall. But why would you do that? What do you want with a crappy strip mall in mm. Rosita? This is no 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 no. You're gonna love this. I wasn't really gonna buy it. I just wanted to tweak Zarkarian so he would jack up the rent. And it worked, cause now Cobra Kai is gonna have to shut down. Could I have yours? It's delicious. It's got wait, 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 this peppery...
0: You're telling me
2: that the whole Zarkarian dinner was just some convoluted plot so you could raise the rent on your childhood karate rival? I think you're oversimplifying things. Well, what about the other stores in the mall? I mean, did you even consider them? Look, I don't know about Johnny Lawrence or
0: Cobra Kai. All I know is that my husband is acting like a mental patient. Yeah, what I think is insane about this plan is it initially they allude to what he's doing when it opens to this fancy dinner scene at a country club, and he's sitting across from, I think is our na- his name is Armand. Armand. He's like a, uh, kind of a, he's a character. Um, he, he owns a lot of shops, and he's currently the landlord for Johnny's Dojo. Incidentally, and I think this is
1: important, He is Daniel's guest at this country club dinner because he was kicked out of the country club for peeing in the shower.
0: You know, this was an issue raised by Seinfeld. I think Costanza also peed in the shower and his argument was, it's just tubes, they're all tubes, they're all going to the same place.
1: That's fair. And as Armand defends himself ably, he says, everybody does it.
0: Everybody does it. I'm
1: not Um, saying that we do it. I'm just saying that that's what Armand says. We
0: remain agnostic about Mm -hmm. being in the shower.
1: Right, but... There uh, are worse
0: crimes. Uh, Like, for example, Daniel's crime. Daniel's crime. Of taking a a simple act... I, I guess now it's confirmed that Johnny did, in fact... Deface the billboard. I know that we had all been speculating wildly. About Nobody was times.
1: speculating wildly. It was obviously Johnny. I mean,
0: I'm still looking for the real vandals, but for the sake of the story, we're gonna just say that. Okay, Johnny so did. Nina has a
1: weird grassy knoll theory about who did the billboard. <laughs> I, I don't want to get into it, but no it's clearly Johnny.
0: The empty strip of can of spray paint. There's no evidence. Yes, they did. On top of the. Okay. Anyway, who really walked on the moon, the. Anyway, we're that's getting... another podcast for another time. <laughs> yeah, so normally, would someone would take that as a as a harmless prank? Um, you know, this was what last week or something. Daniel, you think at the end of the last episode he's forgotten about it? But no, he
1: wants to put not only Cobra Kai out of business, but like as his wife very reasonably points out, he's putting like a lot of small business owners out of business. So he can enact this weird and petty revenge, and it's like
0: which is weirdly sociopathic because it's um, so
1: classic, like evil rich dude.
0: Yeah, right. Yeah. And he he keeps alluding to, or, or he will allude to, kind of his humble roots. He he tells um, Armand, "Hey, like we're not like the other people in the valley in this country club. We we earned our money, and so I guess that gives you the right to take a personal day and."
1: Basically try to ruin not just yeah. your high school enemy's life, but, like, several other people's lives just because you're you're pissed about having a dick on your face. And, you know, at the towards the end of the episode, uh, Johnny is desperately trying to raise money by pawning all of his stuff. Doesn't work out well because he has no stuff worth pawning. Um, and then you see him in his local bodega, which is also going to go out of business oh because God, of Daniel's machinations, yeah. reaching back in the fridge for his cores. And then there's Daniel, who... I think just comes in to flaunt his evil.
0: Oh yeah, I feel He's in I totally suit. think he was uh waiting in the parking lot for probably the entirety of his personal day. <laughs> I think his personal day was split up in fancy lobster dinner uh with Armand to try to like cheat several business owners and try to like drive up rent prices in Reseda. I think he spent 20 minutes at Miyagi's grave. We'll, we'll get to that. We'll get but to that. um and then he just spent the rest of the day in this parking lot waiting for Johnny <laughs> yeah. to go in to get his cores, and they were out of cores that day, which was heartbreaking.
1: No, there was one, one there was? lonely
0: pack in the okay, very back. Okay, I'm glad. And he
1: gets it. He gets it from the back, and he turns around. And there, there's Daniel in his suit, being all smirky, um, and you know, again, this is something like stepping back on a meta level. I like. That the show acknowledges that Daniel is a sociopath here. Like, I like that his wife is like, what the
2: fuck?
0: Yeah. Would this be the point where you were like... You didn't you saw maybe the warning signs like hey it's kind of weird that he goes to Miyagi's grave every couple months and Do you know what I'm going to say
1: bonsai. I'm going to say something unprecedented for me Oh lord So once his wife tells him off he goes to Miyagi's grave and he's basically like you know he's basically just saying to uh, the dead spirit of Miyagi like I, I just let anger take over. I need more balance, etc. He has a flashback. He the first prunes of roughly
0: eight thousand flashbacks. Right. Have
1: yeah, and then he prunes the, the little bonsai on Miyagi's grave. And do you know what? Ordinarily, I would be laughing my ass off of all at all this, but like, it's a little touching. It's a so little wait, touching. I was,
0: I'm curious. What do you think about Miyagi's lesson about balance?
1: Uh, you know, it's uh...
0: Frighteningly basic?
1: It's frighteningly basic. It's a bit vague. Like, okay. I have so
0: many theories about Miyagi's origin story um, that maybe he never. Maybe Miyagi doesn't really know karate. No, not <laughs> true. I know that he does some, but he kind of picked it up along the way, much like Ralph Macchio did.
1: Other interesting things about Miyagi, his gravestone clearly says that he was a father. Where are his real children? Why is Daniel's son the only one, like, Spruing the bonsai on his grave. Okay,
0: there's clearly a Reddit thread entirely dedicated to Miyagi's lost children. Who's the
1: real heir of of Miyagi Do Karate? Let me ask Ooh. you that. And and will that person come in to challenge the status they can, quo? They could theoretically a do like
0: twenty seasons of this show. Uh, there's a lot there. Right? Um,
1: there's so they're, the universe. It's a very rich tapestry. But anyways, Daniel yeah. takes this flashback as his cue to like get back into karate and. I suppose this is, like, the temporary subsiding of Dark Daniel. And because now he's I doing yeah, he
0: clean I love this. So, we, we'll get to this. But I, I like the various montages in this um, in this episode. But he, like, cleans up the east wing of his home, which mm-hmm. is, like, Hearst Castle. And, like, puts on his gi and he does kata. For he, he puts on
1: the headband he iconically wore. I kind of love main. that headband.
0: I gotta say. Yeah, it's a good headband. Yeah.
1: And also, can I just point out one thing that nobody cares about, but this is California Watch. One thing I praise this show for is being a very accurate depiction of the general shittiness that nobody acknowledges as most of California sometimes, you know, strip mall after strip mall. But, 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 when Daniel goes to visit Miyagi's grave, it's a beautiful autumn day, all the leaves have changed colors. No, no. No. Have, yeah, yeah. No. I was like,
0: "Wow, what part of California is that?" Did they? They clearly imported those leaves from Connecticut yeah. or something. It's There's bullshit. Just, we do no not
1: way. have seasons in California. No Doesn't yeah, happen. Yeah, but
0: the, the kind of like stark contrast between like shitty strip mall with dojo and like auto dealerships, and then that like that's gorgeous. California. Yeah, but yeah, that that like beautiful. We're both on the East Coast now, safely away from right.
1: that. But that that Norman Mailer. Uh, that yeah, that. Norman Mailer. Is Norman who I'm of? No,
0: that's a that's a playwright. Shit, Norman, Norman Rockwell.
1: Rockwell. That Norman Rockwell kind of graveyard does not exist on the west coast. Norman
0: anymore. I know. Let's talk about that. <laughs> it's a serial um, killer name.
1: Moving on, before we get too into the weeds or the uh, the. Wait,
0: can I just say one more thing? Yeah, I, I, it's not really related to Daniel. I guess it is, but during that lobster scene where he's trying to like trick poor Armand, who is on to his bullshit about uh, buying up the strip mall or whatever, you have a small cutaway to one Anthony LaRusso, who, by the way, I think now it's clear, it's canon now that both of his parents hate him, because they cut to Amanda, his wife, going, hey,
1: (laughs) Anthony, stop drinking the butter! Stop drinking
0: the butter! Which is
1: disgusting, so. I just...
0: But the character assassination. I know.
1: And then you cut to him talking to Armand's kid, and they're both, like, bragging about how rich their fathers are. Um, And you're just like, you know what? This is... This is from now on a regular feature of this podcast, Anthony Watch. The
0: criminal neglect. Of what Anthony... is Anthony Larusso doing? Uh I just yeah, did he use any of his personal day to parent <laughs> poor Anthony Larusso? Maybe who's just drinking out, the butter so he can why get he's enough drinking sustenance. Drinking the butter. <laughs> yeah. he's not getting pancakes at home. Right? Who knows right. what he's eating. I mean, who knows?
1: This kid could be like yeah. on the street, it. Daniel's the day. too busy
0: feeding lobster to this this guy. Yeah. Oh my god. Okay. All right, so moving on from Daniel. I
1: would like to talk very briefly uh, about Aisha, Sam's erstwhile uh, friend joining Cobra Kai.
0: Major character development of Aisha there, who's kind of just thus far been friend of Sam, kind of sad person being bullied, Mm -hmm. uh, neglected.
1: Right, and you know, I think... Perhaps, like, uh, some of us might have seen this coming, that she would join Cobra Kai. She's
0: tailor-made for Cobra Kai. But,
1: yes. And I also want to talk a little bit about the philosophy of Cobra Kai. Which, you know, there's different ways to interpret, like, Cobra Kai. You can think of it as, like, as Daniel does, as the worst thing that's ever happened. Yeah, the Antichrist. Right. And, you know, you can think of it as, uh, you know, like, uh, oh, yeah, they're so badass. But I think in between those things, I, I want to say, I want to go on record saying that I think the Cobra Kai philosophy doesn't work for everyone, but it does work for some people. And it's like,
0: yeah. it's... It is a Rorschach test.
1: Right? And it for, uh, for Aisha, when she comes in, like, Johnny gives her this, and well, first of all, Johnny says that no girls are allowed in karate because women yeah. have hollow bones and such. Miguel convinces him that, like, hey, Aisha's... a going to be a paying customer, you need that, you know, forget your stupid no-girls-allowed rule. And I, I love that, like, the first thing that he has, like, after Miguel convinces him, they, they go out, and he's basically like, okay, well, you two fight each other. Miguel doesn't want to fight a girl, but Johnny's like, well, you just said that women are equal. Yeah. Why not?
0: Johnny, I think, likes to see things in black and white. He's like, hey, if you want me to get on board with gender equality, let's duke it out. I mean, he's yes, Johnny is on board. sexist.
1: But I think he's in a weird way, like a ninth wave feminist. Because he's like... Possibly. Fight each other. Possibly. Bam. Yeah. And you know what? Like, Miguel kicks her, he feels terrible, but she gets right back up and body slams him. And, she well, does. Yeah, she does. And can I say, like, why? I'm going to sound like a complete psychopath here. But, like, okay. So what I like about the Cobra Kai philosophy is that it's, like, it's crazy, and it's, like, toxic, and it's sexist and misogynistic and all of those things, but there's also, like, an element at the core of it, which is that, like, kids are strong. It's actually very Tiger Mom, actually. Did you know, like, I once read, yeah, I read yeah. that book that the Tiger Mom wrote, and, you know, it's true, there's, like, lots of insanity in there, but, like, what she's basically saying is that, like, people are always trying to tell kids that they're, that they're weak, that they can't do things, that they're not going to be able to handle this, and she's like, I think kids are inherently strong and will handle what you throw at them and be better for it, and I don't think that's true of every kid. But I think it's true of Miguel, and I think it's true of Aisha, because yeah. you see Miguel's training. Uh, there's,
0: there's so many great quotes in there, but like that relate to Cobra Kai philosophy. Uh, Johnny says, "Your enemies don't care what day it is; they prey on weakness." So it's almost like he's constructing the external world as like prison. It's like Oz, mm-hmm. and you have to like you gotta be tough. You gotta shank the other guy first before they shank
1: you. And here, I think we should put in the. Fantastic and some moving speech she gives, Aisha.
2: Yes. My student tells me you've been harassed at school. Yeah, mostly online. Um, I get mean texts and emails sent to me. Makes me not want to go. And who sends you these messages? Well, they're mostly anonymous. These kids create fake accounts and they tell me things like, "I'm ugly" and that I should kill myself. Oh my God, what a bunch of pussies. Back in my day, if you wanted to tease someone, you did it to their face. There was honor, respect. These geeks hiding behind their computers, what a bunch of spineless losers. You're not afraid of these losers, are you? No. Are you Are gonna take shit from these losers? No. Good, because when I'm done with you, you're gonna be sending a message back. Only it's not gonna be with your keyboard. Be your fists.
0: <laughs> oh, man. And that's that's
1: Cobra Kai. He
0: declares her a natural Cobra. Mm-hmm. Yep. So that's
1: that's an exciting exciting little development for her.
0: I think it leads very natural naturally to Sam's plotline. Yes. Who is now feeling the sting of exclusion from her stupid stupid friends, Moon and Yasmin. Moon and Yasmin. Uh well, I guess they are California names. I don't know they they're
1: pretty California yeah. names, and Kyler has apparently been spreading lies about Sam. she told, I mean, I just
0: want him to do something surprising at this point. like actually, he volunteered after school for some kids. The, but the no, surprising thing amazing. is
1: that he's Asian yeah, all he has to do is just keep being himself and being Asian, and he's like breaking true. barriers down uh, um, yeah, so
0: he's spreading vile rumors about Sam. He
1: says that she went down on him in a theater. Alanis style. Yeah. Um, and she, and he also tells uh, Yasmin and Moon that she thinks that she's better than them. Why they take Kyler's word for it is beyond me, but essentially she's got no friends. Um, she goes to the cafeteria to sit at their regular table. Oh, she can't. Yasmin has put a purse on her chair. She goes to sit with Aisha.
0: He's just not having it.
1: He's just not having it. I like that. I think
0: yeah. How do you like them apples, Sam? Right. Before just the last episode, she's like, "What is bullying really?" Mm-hmm. I've and, never heard of the concept.
1: Right. And as we were saying in like our last podcast, like there's something about like, "Oh, this is your oldest friend," and basically you are you are watching your friends bully her. You're not like this innocent bystander. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like you. That...
0: Yeah, Sam actually... On the
1: moral scale, that's wrong. Like, you can't just say, like, I don't know why they keep doing this, but don't worry about it. Like, you'll get over it. I would even
0: go as far to say Sam is a bystander to her own life. All she does is sit there and watch other people get in on the action. So, actually, this was what happens in the cafeteria when
1: Uh, she's got nowhere to sit. She decides to go and confront Kyler. Kyler turns around and, like, you know... Kyler's... Kyler's at her, you know. Uh, he, he gets in a pretty good dig, I think, about, like, you know. The dick
0: billboard gate. So that, that, I know, billboard, right? Billboard Gazi will never go away. It
1: continues to pay dividends when he tells her, like, yeah, well, you know, like, that big dick lore. on your, your, bill, your dad's face. <laughs> I guess it runs in the family. Yeah. Uh, okay, yeah. Burn. Miguel um, sees this going on, and just, yeah, like, he defends her honor. Uh, he defends her honor and Thus ensues such a wonderful ass-whooping. And by the way, like, we haven't touched on this because we're getting to Miguel now, but, like, the episode begins with, like, a great Miguel montage.
0: An Um, epic montage of him doing push-ups and running and...
1: Uh, he does other things. Oh, he All other things a baseball machine is set up, and like baseballs keep flying <laughs> at him. <laughs> that Johnny, a new
0: one. Yeah. yeah,
1: Johnny gets him in a chokehold. You know, multiple and like
0: choke multiple
1: chokeholds. He's told that there's no tapping out in karate. <laughs> Again, this is my, like, this is my, like, feeling that the Cobra Kai philosophy, like, would probably steamroll another kid, and we actually see it this eventually. Us, it would steamroll us, to be very clear. <laughs> I'd like to think that I have enough.
0: I was like, I gotta work out more. I'm.
1: <laughs> it made me want to do push-ups, this montage. It was so good. <laughs> I know. But I feel like I have enough violence and rage in my soul. I'd like to think that this might work for me, because it, it definitely, you see it working for Miguel, and, like, of course, after that montage at the beginning, to see him kick ass, like, kick... To take on Kyler and three of his, like, backup How much time coons? do you
0: think has elapsed between when he starts his training and... There's a moment where he's doing
1: he... push-ups, and they show, like, at first he's doing push-ups in sunlight, and then he's doing push-ups in his house, is decorated for Christmas. So I think they're trying Ooh, to show... subtle.
0: I just thought they'd, like, show a calendar, and, like, he So my favorite training montage is from Rocky Four. Of course. <laughs> well, I mean, it is the best. It's also because it's such a they they're so heavy handed and obvious with what they're doing with the montage. So if you haven't seen Rocky four, it's the epic fight between Carl Drago the Russian, who's using all of his machines and his stair stepper and his steroids to win, and Rocky is like out there in the Siberian wilderness using like lifting wood and lifting poly and staring into the mirror angrily.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that, that happens in that movie. Yeah.
0: Actually, uh, who do you think Rocky is, Miyagi Do or Cobra Kai? Uh,
1: <laughs> you know, oh, that's I'm difficult. forcing you to answer. You're making me. You're making me do this.
0: Obviously,
1: obviously, if you look at Rocky One, no, oh, man, the parallels. Now I see them. Yeah, in Rocky so One, in, like obviously, obviously, Rocky is Daniel's son, like the untested yeah. youth going up against an established champion. But in Rocky Four, it's a not a really brat. that way. He's yeah. a rich brat. So he's and he's you're saying? Yeah, actually, he's daniel son, all grown up and rich and, like, flaunting his wealth and, like, you know, kind of being a tool. And I think Ivan Drago is the unsung hero of it's this role. A man forced yeah, to fight. I know we came
0: out as uber patriots on the last episode, but I'm all in on Carl Drago. I was rooting for him the, the entire way I wanted Rocky to lose. I thought his name was Ivan Drago. Okay, Drago, Drago. Are Pichado, you
1: all in on him? him? Um, but yeah, yeah, Ivan Drago. I the think. Tweet represents... about the
0: correct pronunciation. <laughs> yes,
1: we we were dying to know actually. Um, so, anyways, what was our point? Oh yeah, Miguel is awesome.
0: Yes, and he yeah another Johnny lesson. He says you want a fair fight, dream on, and then he sweeps Johnny's leg. He yeah. actually takes Johnny down successfully at one,
1: with one a sweep. I know. And now, now we uh, have to deal with. The last major plot line in oh this episode: God. life of Robbie.
0: The life of Robbie, and what a sad life it is. And I, oh God, you did feel bad for don't him. Don't know didn't why. You?
1: No, wait, let me finish. I don't know why Robbie leaves me unmoved. Oh
0: wow, cold ice in your veins. I, I don't know what it is. He had to watch his mom hook up. With some random guy, and you know that wasn't the first time. Okay, now you're making it sound pornographic.
1: It's not exactly what happens. Robbie comes home, and he has this honestly kind of edible interaction with his mom, where he's like, "Hey, mom, I've got your favorite pizzas. You want to make dinner?" And Why watch do a you movie? sound so
0: seductive, right? Because he sounds that way. And then <laughs> he's lonely. Oh my god. And right. then his... Am His, i defending Robbie. You are. Oh you my take god! Take a shower
1: now. His mom is like, "No, uh, honey, I'm going to go out tonight to meet a man." And you know, Robbie's like, "You seeing that guy again?" Which again sounds like weirdly jealous. I, look, I get it. I get it. She's a bad mom. He's a lonely kid. But the interaction was just strange. Anyways, um, Robbie's mom does mention offhand that Johnny came by and talked about like Robbie moving in with him, and she's like, "Oh, it's all bullshit." But you can see a little spark.
0: Yeah, later you see Robbie looking up the Cobra Kai website and I'm sure he's like, wow, my dad knows how to make a website. He does not. Um, His surrogate son, however, does know how to make a website.
1: You know, you can see maybe that's when he gets a suspicion like who knows HTML, not my dad, some interloper. (laughs) And then, uh, yeah, so Robbie's mom at that point comes home towing a man behind her, you know, and then like Robbie gets to hear them have sex in the bedroom. Yeah.
0: His, his mom is out there husband hunting, I guess.
1: Right. You know, and basically was just like, you're going to be, leave me all alone. I need to find someone else. So we get it. Robbie loves his mom, but his mom's not particularly I think, that, I mean, it makes great. total
0: sense that he's like, hey, my dad offered to let me live with him. Now seems like a great idea to get, get out and, and pursue that option.
1: Right, but then we see, and this, of course, because I am I, just not team Miguel, and I especially just think Johnny and Miguel are the heart of the relationship. Another ovary melting scene. You do see that, yeah, where uh, Miguel tells Johnny about his success at taking on four bullies in the school, and Johnny is, like, so proud of him that they go out to his car and Johnny opens the trunk of his car and takes out the G, the gi, the that G. he he wore when he was training for, like, a tournament in 1981. And he gives it to Miguel and they <gasps> hug. First oh, they yeah. do, like, one of those stupid man hugs, but then they really hug.
0: Yeah. And then yeah, there's a proper hug, and Robbie witnesses it all. Yeah,
1: like a creeper. Just watching from the <laughs> shadows. There like are the so Phantom many the people opera. that
0: are lurking around the Cobra Kai <laughs> dojo. There's Daniel in the parking lot, there's Robbie around the corner. I mean, Jesus Christ. Right? And so he lurks, and then
1: apparently decides that, like, well, I mean. Now I'm never going to be able to move in with my dad because he has a surrogate Latino son. uh, Obviously, he got
0: a lot from that one scene. He got a lot from. I mean, like his
1: his dad hugged another kid. Okay, he could
0: have been just giving away geese,
1: right? You know, that day with geese and free hugs. It could have been just that. It didn't have to be another paternal bond. (laughs) But you know, that's what Robbie concludes, and of course, he uh, decides that his the best revenge is served elaborate. And cold because he goes to. You see the next scene, you see him at LaRusso Auto being hired as like an intern of sorts by a car intern. A car, I guess. He's being hired to do something. Think he's getting
0: paid. I okay. mean, it seems like a job. Also,
1: he's being hired he's to like so sweep young. up and do some oh, random work. That's right. But
0: hey, a LaRusso little, Auto Group. A little flash of Darth Robbie. Robbie apparently falsified his CV to make himself older because Mm -hmm. amanda is not going to be hiring some right she thinks that he's a high school
1: graduate who's like putting off college for a year to find himself so she hires him and then you know you can just like you know oh god what's going to go down (laughs) and also what is robbie you know what what was he thinking what was he trying to accomplish like you never really get the sense of that because okay can i can i give a spoiler here because it's pretty obvious okay Eventually, like he'll meet Daniel Larusso, and they'll get along, and Daniel Larusso will teach him some karate. So obviously, like if you if you're Robbie and you've read the script, you know that will happen and drive your dad mad. But like if you're Robbie, I like to think
0: that none of the characters or none of the actors really know what's happening until they read the script, right? Like
1: if you're Robbie and you haven't read the script, like if you're just Robbie, like like assume he's a real person. What does he think is going to happen when he starts entering an auto dealership? like his dad will be like, "How dare you intern for my enemy?" Like that's a little bit
0: because, like, it's not
1: I like he karate, knows he'll develop yeah. that bond with Daniel and learn karate from like another dojo master. Anyways,
0: I mean, again, as we said, karate in the valley is this like incredible thing that everyone follows, and he knows that you can't just get involved with Larusso Otto without being without becoming
1: to like his pupil yeah, disciple. Yeah, and it's inevitable. Yeah, that's that's completely insane. But okay, I, I'll buy it. All right. Um, so I, I am sorry for spoiling that a little bit. But as I said, it's kind of like you can see where that arc is going. It's just odd that Robbie sees where that <laughs> arc is going, too. Um, all right. Okay. Oh, uh, man. So any final thoughts on this episode?
2: Anything I was going to say... Covered?
0: I was going to say that I think it's kind of alarming that none of the adult characters seem to have any friends to hang out with. They're all forming bonds with teens.
1: It's true. That's actually a little strange.
0: Yeah, like... I mean... Every every
1: man, every full-grown man in this show will eventually have a teenage best friend, which is interesting. Whatever. Like,
0: Daniel is recreating the dynamic. I mean, he's primed for Robbie because he was hanging out with, you know, an older... (laughs) all <laughs> sounds awesome. horribly tawdry, and it's not. It's about bonsais. It's about making friends. It's
1: about hanging around to old men when you're Much a teenager. Much older, men. yes, yes,
0: um, <laughs> yeah. Just it's friendships, guys. Invest in them,
1: right? And also, getting a young disciple or padawan can really do. It's good overrated,
0: for you. also, because I feel like Daniel. You know, I, I feel like he became Miyagi's padawan, and then. He just wouldn't leave,
1: right? You know, like you know, he's forty-four, hanging around me out his kitchen. Miyagi,
0: right <laughs> from this relationship, actually, the, did you see the episode itself was dedicated to Pat Morita? It was, yeah, and it was very sweet. Yeah. So, in honor of that first flashback, which I, I do admit was was a little cute. Yeah, I,
1: I, I kind of hate myself, but I, I was a little moved by that. I
0: know, and you've been getting five episodes of Cobra Kai lessons, so you're already kind of like Team Cobra Kai, whereas this is like the first seed of um, Team Miyagi, I Team guess? Miyagi, yeah, that's right. And, and the lesson itself is It's a good fun.
1: lesson, yeah. Like you said, a little basic, but it's nice to see that. And as I said, I think the Cobra Kai philosophy does not work for everybody, so it's kind of nice to see like this sort of gentler side of karate, in the form of Miyagi, and then Daniel's sometimes weird interpretation of what like, Yeah, and processes. I will,
0: oh, other thing that I noticed was that um, before Miguel kicks, his, kicks Kyler's ass in that cafeteria, he says, this isn't lame-ass karate, it's Cobra Kai, so he's yeah. drawing a distinction there. Cobra Kai is not just a, a cooler subset of karate, it's its own thing. Cobra Kai is a lifestyle. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You ready to rate the episode? I'm ready to rate the episode.
1: Okay. I give it five cafeteria trays to the face, just like Kyler got.
0: <laughs> oh, mine is similar. I would say five body slams from show. <laughs> nice. Because <laughs> she she's awesome. I am really excited to see her uh, finally standing up to Sam and her shitty friendship and, and channeling her attention towards something that can... I don't know. Give do her, something back, Give her a little self-respect. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: Okay.
1: Okay, kids. <laughs> well, first of all, thanks for listening. And if you are interested in being our Padawan or disciple... Yes! You know, you can... or intern like Robbie is, you know, feel Die. free to yes. follow us on Send Twitter. Send your
0: auto dealership applications <laughs> to Cobra Kai Never Dies Cast at gmail.com. Also, please follow us on Twitter at Kai underscore Cast... Because I'm just retweeting the shit out of Ralph Macchio. You don't know what Ralph Macchio is up to these days. Can I just say final thing? Yes. (laughs) That I've noticed. Um, William Zabka's Twitter account is entirely dedicated to promoting the show. Very normal things. Ralph Macchio, however, (laughs) God bless him, uh, recently retweeted a a Taco Bell, like, new drink. And he's like, you gotta be kidding me. He is the ultimate dad. Oh, my God. Yeah, he is so Daniel LaRusso. That's, that, that's actually kind of Maybe minus the rage issues, so that's <laughs> nice. But anyway. Um... We
1: also want to say a special thank you to the people who follow us and subscribe to us on YouTube and have left comments for yeah, us. Yeah. You give us helpful. a reason to go on living. <laughs> um, thank you. And also, they're very helpful comments that point, like, good things out that we yeah. miss sometimes. Um, you know. Good
0: predictions as well.
1: Right, right. And uh, I believe we got a comment saying that, Robbie's 90s style which we made fun of for like 20 minutes in the last episode. It's 20 minutes. I mean maybe it's an allusion to the fact that Robbie is stuck in the 90s just as his father Johnny is stuck in the 80s.
0: It's true. Everyone mm-hmm. picks a decade to fixate on. Right? I get yeah. that. Yep. Um okay.
1: So should we do it? Yep. All right. Strike first. Strike hard. No, no mercy.
2: mercy!